We've all been there. You have an unexpected medical expense, or you get into a fender bender, but you don't have the money to pay for it immediately. Dave is the banking app that could help you get up to $500 instantly with extra cash. To download the Dave app, go to dave.com today. That's D-A-V-E dot com. Sign up for an extra cash account and get up to $500 instantly. For terms and conditions, go to dave.com slash legal. Instant transfer fees apply. Banking services provided by Evolve Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. This week's episode is sponsored by MrPICT.com, the new website I've set up where I'm moving all my CPD online. And teachers are loving it. The reviews are in honestly the best and most inspiring CPD website ever. So what are you waiting for? Head over to MrPICT.com where you can subscribe as a teacher or sign up your whole staff. Anything to add, Adam? Uh, nah. Hello and welcome to episode 28, season 2, episode 19 of Two Mr P's in a Podcast with me, Mr P... And the other Mr. P. We have made it, guys. It is summertime. This is the final episode of the season before we take a bit of a break over the summer and then we'll be back with season three in September. So we're hoping you're enjoying and making the most of the summer break so far, wherever you're listening to this, uh, wherever you are listening to this. And uh, how was the end of year for you, Adam? Yeah, it was uh, it was brilliant. Uh, seemed to last longer. A lot of people I know broke up on the Friday. I was in till the Wednesday. Um, I have to have to make a horrible confession. To be fair, um, not really a teacher confession because there was too many witnesses for it to be a secret. Right. Uh, basically, we had our kind of end of year do uh, on the last day, and um, obviously, I work in a school where I'm the only male member of staff. Yeah. A blessing and a curse. <laughs> nah, absolutely love it. Great, uh, great team. And then uh, I went out on this night out. My wife and had taken the kids to stay with her family in Birmingham, so I had complete free reign. But when it got to it, dangerous. But when it got to it, I really wasn't. I just wasn't feeling it. I'd had a, I'd had a bit of a biggie on the weekend. Wasn't really, you know. Just was a bit like, mm, not too sure if I'm going to drink. I was telling. Uh, Sue and Rachel, who I was heading home with because they live near me, I was saying, don't worry, I'm definitely going to come back with you. Um, you know, no worries, because I knew they weren't drinking and, and so on. So uh, as the night's progressing yeah, and the drinks are, are a-flowing, yeah. um, I kind of... Well, there's only one way to describe it, really. I, I went turbo. It's turbo time! <laughs> <laughs> so when... I went pretty turbo and I absolutely polished off like three bottles of rosé but after like a bunch of ciders. So I went from kind of saying no, no to when people were trying to get me up to dance, no, 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 to being right in the mix, doing whatever. And then, uh, yeah, this is the confession bit. So I'm there, I'm sat down and then I hear the drums I hear the baby girl. <laughs> no, and mysterious girl um, gets put on. Now oh, I remember. Did you request I it? remember last year we were in the same place. I was I was drunk last year, and they put mysterious girl on because they knew the story about my old school. Yeah, and I, and I refused. I just point blank refused. Maybe it was because it was too early. I'd only been there a yeah. year, but obviously this is my end of my second year. I feel more comfortable. <laughs> 
And uh, yeah, so I ended up doing the full the full shebang shirt off, and you know, it, it it's wrong. <laughs> it's it's so so wrong. Um, and but at the time feels yeah. So, so then right. I ended up I ended up going home uh, with Sue and Rachel. Uh, can't remember the um, the journey at all. Like cannot remember a thing of it. Um, got dropped home. Then the next day I woke up, obviously rough. And I was looking at my phone and, and the big work kind of What's messaging that? group, yeah. There was a picture of me standing at my door giving it a big thumbs up with, like, Adam Andre has returned home safely. <laughs> and everyone was just like, you know, all these, like, all my co-workers just like, cry, laugh, cry, laugh, cry, laugh. And I just, like, messaged, just like... My exact message was this. Please can everyone delete any <laughs> evidence of me doing Mysterious Girl? And then I randomly put this, must have been because I was hungover. My body slash dance moves need serious consideration. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, uh, it was... Uh, but, you know, it's one of them. I, I think my, uh, my friends at work were, were finding it very funny, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's it. You've all, you're always going to get one, aren't you? Well, every... the most crucial of six weeks off now. I mean, if, <laughs> yeah. I, if I was in work today, oh, God, I don't know what you I would You wouldn't live it down. But, uh, yeah, solid... Yeah, we had our end of works too, but it was all, it was just a good, yeah, good night. Nothing, nothing. No one stripped, eh? <laughs> no one, no. I mean, we've got a new uh, caretaker this year. He's an absolute legend and he's got some serious moves. Really? Yeah, yeah. It took him a while to get up there. It was a bit like that Peter Kay thing, you know, he does the dance, to the, walk to the dance floor and then he, once he was up, he wouldn't come down and it got to the point right at the end of the night where... We were having to like turn the music off because he was still just going. Still He's going like, put James Brown on. <laughs> James Brown on. He was loving life. So, um, so yeah. So, and then we've we've got well, it was at the third wedding of the month on Saturday. So, um, just been a busy busy month. Uh, but we've now got a few weeks off. So, have you got any plans over the summer? Uh, no. Do you know what? I've really not. Um, I've got I've got the quietest summer I've had in a long time. Just. A lot of appointments, which I know, you know, I remember when I was like 18, 19, and it was like, oh, what am I doing this day? I don't know. Let's go and have a game of tennis. Yeah. Let's let's go here. Like, oh, let's go Blackpool. Let's go swimming baths. Now I'm like, when can I fit my bloods in? <laughs> when can I go to the asthma clinic? Yeah. Um, so yeah, I've got a few appointments. I'm going to, I'm going to get them out of the way early. So I'm going to enjoy the rest <laughs> of the time. Um, no, like it's, uh, Yeah. Just kind of sporadic, random days. Hopefully, going to take the kids to the, to mum and dad's caravan for a bit. Yeah, I'm going to. Um, I keep forgetting where I'm going. It's either Munich or Berlin. I can't remember. It's, oh, one, of the, it's one of the two on a stag do. Yeah, um, and then that's it. Really, I'm kind yeah. of just. I'm going to try and shift some weight, but I've been saying that for ten years. Now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to try uh, and. Um, but obviously, because you're listening to this, you won't. You won't know. But I, um, the other day, I just had, I just had this feeling. I was thinking, I just want to start again with my with my hair. So I just went to the barbers and uh, and I said to Kim, I said, "Listen, I'm going to shave my head." Yeah. Now I did this last year, but kind of went under the radar because I, I didn't leave the house for a while. Yeah. <laughs> Not because of the hair, but I uh, I said to Kim, like, "I'm going to do my hair again," and she was like, "Oh yeah, fine," because she knows that it looks decent. And uh, so I went to. Hope <laughs> so, brother. Yeah. Uh, so I went to the barbers and I said to the guy, "You normally does my hair, and he always does typical one sides and back, blends it in on the top, little trim, easy does. does it." 
I said to him, uh, he said, oh, how are you doing, mate? And I said, yeah, yeah, good. Uh, can I just get a one all over? And he was just like, you what? And I was like, just a one all over. And he was like, mm. And I was like, no, no, seriously, I'm, I'm, you know, working at school, I'm off for six weeks. Nah, nah. He was like, nah. <laughs> nah. Well, I went, whoa, whoa, whoa. You ain't telling me what, what I'd do. I said, I, you know. So I said to him, one all over. And he's on, this is no word of a lie. He was like, are you sure? He got his razors and he was like, are you sure? And I was like, yeah. And he went, eh, went up to my hair, turned his razor off and went, last chance. <laughs> I was like, yeah, man, just do it. He was making me more nervous than anyone. I was like, yeah, just do it. So we did it. And uh, obviously I got home and my little girl was just like, oh, daddy, where your hair gone? And I was like, in the bin. And she, she was like looking around the room, like looking at uh, Kim going like, Daddy's hair's in the bin! <laughs> Going mad. Um, but yeah, but what I was getting on to was, it's probably the height of, of laziness, really, because I love, you know, I like my hair, I like I like styling it and things like that. I just knew that I've not... Wedding season's over. Yeah. Got a couple of weeks to go. Not doing... Not up to much. I thought, let's shake off, because I can just wake up in the morning and, and that's it. I'm done. Yeah. Whereas at school, it's like I wake up, have to style it, have to look good. I mean, I never go into school without my hair done it's just a fact yeah no fair play might just as well some, just some great storytelling for you there <laughs> <laughs> so yeah well we're gonna after we do this episode we're gonna uh, um, make a little advert for the live shows which we might as well mention now so if you've not yet got your tickets please so you'll see Adam shaved dead uh, on, on my f- Facebook page soon enough um, comments are welcome all positive uh, yeah and uh, so yeah, Boy, so... <laughs> no thanks. <laughs> what was it? Oh, the best haircut Adam's ever had was on my stag do. Oh yeah, the Chuck Liddell dome. <laughs> so we went to Benidorm on my stag do, and it was, it was, it was the first stag do any of us yeah, have ever been a, on. It was the first biggie one, and everyone right went in the, in the in the kind of heart of nights out and drinking and going yeah, yeah. Because I I got married. Well, I was 25, so you would have been, what, 21, 22? 21, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, Great age, mistake! <laughs> so we went to none other than Benidorm. Oh. Yeah, and it was... Um, oh, it was Because it was the first one, everyone just did go turbo oh, for three it, days. It, and yeah, there was, it was absolutely... I great. mean, you, you lot got thrown out of your hotel on the first night, yeah, didn't you? Yeah, yeah, it was... So um, then you ended up having to come to our hotel. But we stayed in probably the cheapest hotel in Benidorm. Didn't even have a reception. We had to go to. We had to walk like an, a mile to go to this place to get the keys for this. Uh, it was. It was. I mean, so obviously, some of the stories can't be told on this podcast. <laughs> but my goodness, come to the live show. Some of the scenes. Yeah. So then it got to the. There was a point where we were like daring each other to do stuff. Yeah. Remember when um, Lily. Uh, dived head in first the shallow in end. the shallow yeah. end and cut all his head open. Cut his head open, yeah. And then someone brought the clippers out. Yeah, so I, I fully was just like, yeah, I'll go for it. So basically what Adam's hair looks like now, one all over just with a big mohawk down the middle. I on think it. Lo- it looked all right. Well. <laughs> Didn't look too bad. <laughs> Maybe got, because we had we'll the beer goggles we'll on all. We'll post the pick. Have I've you got, got the, a pick? I've got the pick Right, on my okay, phone, we'll yeah. put that on there. Um, so yeah, with it being end of year, any decent end of year gifts? Um, yeah, I mean, I got, I got, uh, I got some nice, I got, I like, I like kind of like, you know, it's, it's, it's weird. It? I used to get a lot of gifts. I used to clear up when I used to be based in one class and all that yeah, kind of yeah. stuff. 
But now I'm kind of like, you know, all over the place. It's difficult, and I got I got some I got some really nice stuff. I got this card from two lads, um, who I do a lot of the sport with, and it was like a moon pig card. It was dead kind of they clearly worked. Yeah, hard, personalized. It? A year six lad got me a little trophy um, that said like top coach and all that. That, that yeah. kind of stuff's dead nice. And obviously, some of the staff got me um, you know got me a couple of things here or there. So no, I didn't do too bad. It was nice. Yourself, yeah. nothing. You're only there one day a week. Yeah, yeah. so nothing. Absolutely nothing. Uh, but you know it's part and parcel of being a part time I suppose you don't sound upset at all <laughs> not a single thing but that brings us on to our first feature of the episode So the uh, stranger things that only happen in primary schools this week has to be that last day of the term when all these young children come onto the playground to line up for the last day and must have copious amounts of alcohol on their being. And it's the only day, the only time really that you'd ever have that amount of children probably with with that amount of alcohol in their possession. I thought you were saying it's the only time in the year like you admit to the children that you've got a drinking problem. Because <laughs> <laughs> you get you get the kids, don't you, through the year going like Did you do you drink? My you know, my dad drinks at the pub. Do you drink at the pub? It's like <laughs> No. Yeah. Absolutely not. Mm. What do you want at the end of the year, Carlin? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I remember in my NQT year, because I didn't know any different, the first year I just ended up with so many bottles of wine. And so from that day forward, I always dropped the hints just throughout the year. Like, you know, I don't expect anything at the end of the year. Just having the privilege to be your teacher is enough. But if you are willing, to, if you're thinking of getting me something, then, um, yeah, beer. <laughs> yeah. Don't give me wine. Corona. And if it. you want to buy a little thing of limes. Yeah. That's yeah. grand. Yeah, well, I, uh, last year, um, this lad, absolute legend, um, was in all the kind of teams, was captain. He was, he was a proper leader amongst amongst the boys and he uh but he was a bit of a lad a bit yeah. of a yeah uh, you know and his, his mum and dad knew that so he comes up to me uh in the morning with these two big bottles of is it hell's hell's is that a beer hell's i thought that was like sausages isn't it well yeah that, that's yeah it's sausages. oh no no sausages heck, heck oh yeah hell's then hell's i'm sure it's hell's like pale ale yeah 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 so two big bottles of hell's and, uh, I mean, I don't drink beer anyway, but I wouldn't ever say that. And I was just like, he was just like, here you go, sir. Two massive bottles, just no bag. Yeah. Just, just solid. I'm like, ah, oh, cheers, mate. Appreciate it. So I take it off him, shake hands. Like, nice one. His mum comes to me at the end of the day, gives me, you know, which I love. I always love seeing the parents at the end and they always go, thank you so much yeah, for everything yeah. you've done. And, and she just went, just a quick one. Did, did, um, did you get two bottles of Hells this morning? <laughs> And I went, yeah, yeah, he, he gave me uh, both bottles of Hells, yeah. And she was like, oh, I was just double-checking, because I, I gave them to him, and he left the house, and he was saying, uh, I might only give Mr Parkinson one of these. <laughs> and he was like, I, and then I thought he was joking, but with him. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. I didn't know whether he'd gone to the park, and I yeah. was like, well, uh, no. But, of course, he's got... I, I put something on my Instagram. Um, oh, first thing, I don't know if you've ever come across... Uh, do you use the Teacher Tap app? No. 
Right, so there's this app, um, and it loads up loads of questions, basically, linked to education. Right. And every day you can go in, and they just it's basically a way in which they can collect data about teachers, essentially. Yeah, yeah. And so, um, so question today is, are you a Senko? Uh, no, I'm not. Next question. Students learn best when they discover things for themselves. Strongly, ad- strongly agree, somewhat agree. Um, but one, one came up the other week, and it was... Um, what would you prefer to get at the end of the year as a gift? Mm. And it was listing. It's like alcohol, um, you know. Uh, one of the options was alcohol. One of the other options was um, a, a heartfelt message off the child. And it was mad. It was like 85% of people preferred the message to the alcohol. I'm just thinking, liars. Yeah, it's difficult, really, because it depends. What, I mean, I've been giving out a date stuff. That that's that's like I'm sure people who listen to this will have received out of date stuff, and it's a bit like, come on. Yeah, like, it's like when you do one of them. What do you call it when when you know everyone hands like tins and stuff in. Uh, uh, like food collection. Food, yeah, yeah. like well, yeah, but it, there is a different name. I was thinking. But then like, you, you have to go through and the amount of food that gets donated that's out of date. It's just kind of like, <laughs> can't give charities this. There was someone sent me a pitch, I think it was on Instagram, where they'd been given like um, a Christmas gift set. For yeah, the end of year. it definitely happens. I, I, what, what are the, I got given, uh, like, I can't remember what it was. It was a couple of years ago, but it was summer. And I got given a Christmas tie. Like an actual, like... What, at the end of the year? Yeah, at the end of the year. <laughs> wrapped up. I mean, it's from this absolute renegade kid. And he, and he, you know, I was like, oh, nice. When I opened it up, when I got home, it was a Christmas tie. <laughs> and I was just like, that's just clearly been well, found. I put, I put it on my Insta story, like, funniest uh, end of year gifts. Uh, a mug with my name on, spelled wrong. Uh, a half-eaten box of chocolates. Going on maternity leave, I got bibs that had just been used and were covered in babysitting. Oh, no. <laughs> um, a pair of pre-worn silver heels. Shampoo and conditioner for dry hair. Conditioner? Yeah, not me, but a teacher I work with got a pair of bootleg jeans and a pair of red <laughs> shoes. <laughs> a bag of sensations. A litre bottle of iron brew. Uh, a mug with a marijuana leaf on it. Oh, a no. framed photo of that child, and that is in inverted commas. Oh. A size 10 jumper when I was eight months pregnant. Metal bra straps. <laughs> Metal bra straps? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, a lady sent that one. A pencil, pair of £2 sunglasses with price still on, and a Kit Kat chunky. <laughs> oh, my <laughs> What a collection. Um, a bottle of home-brewed wine. Um... Can't be a card that says, thank you for learning me. <laughs> Clearly I didn't. Yeah. A statue of Jesus. Three cans of Fosters. Dad drank the first one on the way to school. Dirty pint glass with Guinness still smeared in it. Um, my year partner got given a white towel. Uh, Sizable garden gnome. A nighty, a duvet set. Furry handcuffs. A hand-drawn picture of Danny DeVito. <laughs> <laughs> I'd take that. I'd definitely take that. Kitchen knives, an orange, a wooden elephant. Some of these are funny. Um, uh, red hot man aftershave, a half-eating cookie. Uh, where's the funny? The, a tin of spam. <laughs> Big Mike would have loved that one. that to Big Mike, yeah. yeah. I think, yeah, I mean, it, I just think anything that you know that has been kind of thought about I, I I will accept any day of the week. I love it. Yeah. My favourite ever, I think, was in my second year at my old school. Um, 
the lad who worked really hard with him all year, he kind of got all of the people who'd done sport for the school to, to donate yeah. money. And then he went and got, like, me and a few of the other uh, staff, like... An Adidas like little sports top. top, but I mean that can't. I mean that sort of stuff. Yeah. What about a signed photo of the Chuckle Brothers? <laughs> what as in does it come with the receipt of authenticity? <laughs> yeah. I think the favourite one though um, was, and excuse my language here, but condoms and a vibrating cock ring. Yes, a hundred percent true. Please don't post my name. <laughs> <laughs> Good job! <laughs> yeah. Oh, imagine that. Imagine opening that. That'd be uh, that'd be something else, wouldn't it? I I'd love to get given this Chuckle Brothers. You know, say if me and you were stood there and I got given the Chuckle Brothers signed photo, I'd be like, for me. Look at you. For you. <laughs> to me. Um, so talk about well, a loose little link here with uh, with alcohol, but. Uh, just before I finished, we went on our year six residential, oh, yes. um, which was the main reason why, why we did this last episode, because there was always going to be a couple of stories. And uh, again, great three days. We go to Robin Wood in um, the new one in Wrexham. Do you go Robin Wood? Yeah, my, yeah, I've never been, but my year six do. I think they go into the new one in Wrexham next year. Right. It's, it's good. It's, I mean, it's, it's smaller. I, I prefer it because it's a bit more compact. So when you're on one activity, you can see everyone else doing right. everything. Whereas the one that we went to, which is the big castle, mm. uh, is so big. I mean, it, I mean, it's good anyway. But um, And it's funny because they have like the teacher's lounge. And um, what they've had to do is, they, what they normally do, is they put like uh, food, biscuits, crisps. Uh, they have a fridge full of cans of Coke and stuff for teachers to just, you know, refresh throughout the yeah. day. But they also have a, a fridge of alcohol, but they've had to they've had to lock it during the day. So it just has this big sign saying, like, this is locked during the day. So I was speaking to one of the s- staff at Robin Wood, sort of going, well, what, what's the story? There's got to be a story behind that. And some of the stuff he was telling me about some schools and the teachers getting absolutely pie-eyed and they've had to, like, carry... The teachers back to the room. During the day? No, well, at night. I think there's been some schools. I think some schools go what? and the teachers so just sit in. at night, though? Yeah, it gets opened at night, yeah. Oh, right. Otherwise, there's no point in having it. If no, I know, but I, when you were saying about, like, teachers getting absolutely, you know, annihilated, I thought you were talking about, like, potentially, like, kids going in in the day and teachers. Oh, no, no, no. So, the teachers' lounge, the teachers can sit in there if they want, because... Um, you know, I've been on Robinwood before where some teachers go and they just sit and do the reports or whatever it is. Uh, I mean, we just get involved. We do all the activities with all the kids. But, um, yeah, he was telling me, like, one head teacher brought down a bottle of Jack Daniels full-on proper button that was finished within a couple of hours. Yeah, just... So that was interesting. But it was funny because as soon as we got there, um, they'd remembered me from last the, year the phone the gate, phone gate yeah and it's become stuff of legend so that's the intro that they give now whenever they're doing the canoe activity or any water activity they go can we all just make sure we've cleared our pockets because there was once this teacher did and they, he went in he, with his did phone he reference it? did he say yeah, yeah. anyone know I see two Mr. Pick oh uh, they didn't say that um, but they just said there's a teacher who, yeah, so it's become stuff of legend, which is nice. Uh, <laughs> although they did legend. <laughs> the fact that you've said that like twice. No, no, seriously, bro, it's become stuff of legend. No, but, well, a, I couple just of, get... a couple of Cause... Robin Wood workers. 
Stuff of legend. <laughs> but they were like, so yeah, so he sort of say there's a teacher who dropped his phone in. I said, yeah, but did you tell tell them that I was at the time getting suffocated and nearly drowned because of a, a huge child on top of me? I think they left that bit out. <laughs> now but, that's um, stuff of legend, what are they doing? <laughs> so yeah, so, um, but I kept my phone this time. It was happy days. But the funniest thing, I mean, there was quite a few little uh, humorous things. Uh, one, one was that they did the lost property stuff at the end of the day, mm. uh, at the end of the three days, and they sort of bring all the lost property, and um, they're like, "Who's is this? Who's is this? Who's is this?" And they must have had sort of two bin bags full of lost property stuff. And I think 90% of it belonged to this kid called Jack Henry Wilde, which is just not at us. So he's going like, anyone know this? And they're looking at, oh, it's Jack Henry Wilde. Anyone know this? Oh, it's Jack Henry Wilde. Turns out Jack Henry Wilde wasn't even at the residential <laughs> at all. It just Whatever. was not. I don't know. They were like, we've just checked the register and there is no no uh, trace of a Jack Henry Wilde. But I think Great the f- name for a residential. Like. I know, yeah. I think the funniest thing, and I've got to play this because I think I've watched this video um so many times so we're on the giant swing right so giant swing uh the, is you know you get strapped in you own a harness you go up and it takes you probably about 10 meters off the ground you pull a little lever and you do your swing and it and it to be fair it does take you back a little bit uh when i did it um so I had uh, I had a decent little group. Uh, there was there was one lad who doesn't always make the right choices, but he was you know he's one of them. Once you get him on the residential doing stuff like that, he's, he's away with it. Yeah. So he's on the giant swing with his partner, and they go up to the top. So I'm a little bit further away trying to get some good pictures because I'm just uh, you know recording as much as possible yeah, to yeah. share on Facebook and that. And so I'm a little bit further away. Uh, filming them doing it and then when they get to the top uh, all the rest of the group will shout like uh, or the the instructor will go like one two three and they'll go like set the dragon free because the lever has a little little dragon on yeah yeah. and so the i'm just going to play you this but it comes with a bit of a warning in that we do try and keep this podcast uh family friendly and so we don't well we try our best not to use any foul language Mm. but there is a little bit of a warning with this but it is so funny so let me just play it you first (laughs) (laughs) right oh i was absolutely howling let's just play it again (laughs) (laughs) i've honestly watched that about a thousand times and it still gets me so uh if you didn't hear that as they as they've gone this kid's just shouted as loud as he can just the the s word (laughs) (laughs) and everyone's heard it um and i what initially i've just taken a photo and i was like that that's that's amazing and and luckily it was one of the live photos so, you know, on, a, on an iPhone, yeah, yeah, yeah. and it sort of basically turns it into a little animation. Yeah, yeah. And for, somehow recorded the sound. <laughs> so, so I had it as a little video, and honestly, I watched it, just stood there for about half an hour, wetting myself. And then I had to obviously go over and have a word with them, but I couldn't even... Because it, it wasn't even the, the lad who doesn't always make the right choices. But I've gone over thinking it was him. So I've got them both, and I've gone like, right, so... Um, 
it was pretty clear that one of you said something you shouldn't have said when you did that swing, and it was the other lad, and he's like, I'm, I'm sorry, Mr. Parkinson. Because um, he has a really... <laughs> the funny thing, he has a really high-pitched voice. <laughs> and then on there, he just goes really, really low. <laughs> and so he's going, I'm sorry, Mr. Parkinson. I was just really, really scared. I just didn't know what was going to happen. Um, and because he sort of sat on a little leather... A uh, little leather swing, and he he'd slipped out of it. That's what he was saying. Right. <laughs> so so as he's as he slipped out, that's what he shouted. Is just a proper didn't even think about that reaction. Just a, and I and I said, well, that's not the sort of language you need to be using. In, and he's gone. I'm sorry, Miss Boxing. Sounds like the gingerbread man in Shrek. <laughs> yeah, he You're is. a horrible man. <laughs> and so I said, but I, I, I was fighting back the tears of laughter as I'm trying to sort of talk. I, I mean, said, it's so, only so much. I mean, I'm a, oh, know, no, I just I'm said, a, yeah. I basically said to him, I said, look, uh, obviously you were scared. You couldn't control what you were saying. And it's come out. And, and I'm telling you now that I'll let you off this one time. But if I hear it again... That, that's you done, you know? You're been like, done. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and he was just, oh, but honestly, we've had so many laughs, laughs with that. And um, To be fair. Yeah, so that was my highlight. That was my my, my highlight of the... That and the uh, night line, that was the first activity we do where they all get blindfolded and they've got to, they've got to like, follow a, a line around, like, a bit of an obstacle yeah, course. Yeah, I've, I've done a night line. Yeah, and you... Um, and then they give you a little spray can... And of water, yeah, and you say the there's squirrels, yeah, squirrels, yeah. can we on you and stuff? And honestly, that just had me. I was crying just because what I do is they'd give you a little like um, bushy, you know, like a brush, like Ken Dodd brush. Yeah, yeah. So you could like so, as if it's a squirrel's tail. Yeah. So yeah. I was like just brushing the hands, and then they'd go like ah, and then as they open the mouth, just squirting <laughs> in the mouth, and they're like. <laughs> A squirrel weed of a mouth. Oh, it was funny. So I, um, I can't remember if I've I can't remember if I've told this story or not. So I apologise if I have. But I remember when I first went on the first residential. It, we used to go on one uh, called Gilead. It's very much of the same thing, but it's yeah. it's like late Windermere, late district, isn't it? Right. Do all the kind of similar activities, night line and all that kind of stuff. But basically, the first year I went with Cockney John, um, and Kim was there, and and uh, another another lady. Uh, the kids were brilliant. It was our first year. It was so fresh. Like I was so buzzing to even be there. And uh, <laughs> basically, the boys had had come up with this, uh, you know, elaborate prank that there was a ghost and that they'd seen yeah. this ghost and that. Da, da, da. So you had all of these other boys who were really scared, and they they were saying like they were making noises in each other's rooms at night, and then you know these kids were really scared. So you know. <laughs> Cockney John, you can imagine. <laughs> I can't tell you. Let me. Let, I'm going to just divert for a minute to the room inspections with Cockney John because I swear <laughs> to God, right, they were some of the funniest things I've ever seen. It, so Kim and Kim and uh, Kate, it was who went to this. Uh, they do the girls' rooms. Yeah, it would be. A, oh, it's such a nice room. Yeah. Oh, well done. Oh, can you just pick that up? Yeah. I'd go in with Cockney John. And he'd just, he'd do it like army block, stand up straight. He went, don't look me in the eye. Right? And he went, like, he went, whose toothpaste is this? And this kid was just like, mine, sir. And he just like ripped the lid off, squeezed some of his mouth, and he was just like, it's far too minty. Right? 
<laughs> this is no joke. I honestly was stood there trying to keep my cool. <laughs> he walked into his other room and he just went, whose coat is this? And this kid was just like, mine's it. And he tried to put it on. He's like, it's far too small. And like threw it. I was, I was absolutely gone. But anyway, you know, going back, uh, Cockney John was saying to me like, yeah, we need we need to get them boys, you know, we need to really scare them. <laughs> he was like, they, they can't keep doing this. And I was like, yeah, mate, I'm up for it, what do you want to do? He was like, right, we'll tell them that it's time for the teepee. We'll tell them that it's time to have the fire in the teepee. I'm like, yeah. He goes, me and you will hide behind a tree, all right? And he was like, and then we'll, we'll jump at him. And he was like, guaranteed I'll cack it, <laughs> right? So I'm like, yes, I'm like, right. What I'm year saying, group is this? Year six? Year six, yeah. Right. So, but, the, you know, the, the, the lads who were talking about, they were, you know. Street they were, vibes, yeah. yeah. They, were, they, were, they were all right. So, you know, he says to him, uh, we're going to do the fire in the toupee. <laughs> You're going to help set it up, you know what I mean? And they're all like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, myself and Cockney John go and wait behind this tree. This group of about four or five lads, I remember him clear as day, I can remember every single one of them, they all come walking out and they're all in this little huddle. And we just, we kind of just went like, like that, right? And one of them was just like, what the F was that? Right? And I was just like, oh man. And then they were just swearing. Like, they were going like, I'm not effing scary joking. Anyway, they get right up into, up into the tree and then me and Cockney Django are like, and I am not joking they darted they absolutely blasted off and he was like don't scare up a piece <laughs> I'm like I mean but then a lesson a lesson well learned I mean but I mean uh, so so funny I have to say he uh, he was a he was he was a good uh, prankster a great great member of staff uh, talking of, well, again, a little link here. One of the questions we've been asked um, since the last episode, and this might come off the back of your impressions one, uh, last one. Um, what acts, the funniest was when uh, who said who couldn't work out it was um, Tyson Fury and thought it was it was Tim, wasn't it? Brian Clough. <laughs> Brian Clough. Does sound a bit like Brian Clough. Um, so, what accent. Mm-hmm. Do you find most attractive? Ooh. Well, my wife's from Birmingham, um, <laughs> and that's the lowest on the list. <laughs> um, Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, no, I have to say, she's not got the Birmingham accent anymore, thank God. Most attractive. <laughs> not to say that we don't appreciate those listeners in Birmingham. <laughs> yeah. Can listen, please? Don't stop listening because I don't like your voice. <laughs> It's uh, just a little little podcast we listen to. Yeah, <laughs> I would say uh, most attractive. Mm. I have to say I do like a Geordie accent. Yeah, um, not saying that I've got the the feels for Geordie PE teacher, but um, no, I like I like I- Irish as well. Yeah, I do like Irish. Uh, Maura. Yeah, and her fanny flutters. <laughs> <laughs> um, who else am I thinking now? Yeah, I'd say, I'd say that's probably... Yeah, I'd say maybe Irish, Newcastle, something mm. like that. I've always had a thing for the Scouse accent, me. Really? Yeah, yeah. See, it's not, it's not, it's not a bit I of me, that. It, I don't know what it is. On a, on, a, on, a, on a lad, I don't think it sounds right on a lad, but... <laughs> not that it doesn't sound right, but... 
No, it's not. It's at, got at the end of the day, at, you know, if you'd have told me twenty years ago that I'd be, I'd be with a brummy. Yeah. Then you know I wouldn't believe you, but it's true love, isn't it? When you can work that's through it. The, the brummy accent. When you can get through. Our the stats depths. in Birmingham are going to dip heavily. I am not, no, because it's. Um, that's what I'm saying, it's a great place. <laughs> um, no. <laughs> uh, I'll never get a day's work in Birmingham again. No. Listen, Kim's Kim's nan and granddad are from Birmingham, so I will forever hold the place in my heart, put it that way. Yeah. Um, no, I'm only messing. And to be fair, it's funny, it's because I, I was doing an impression of, of Kim's uncle to her, and I was saying, this well sounds like your uncle, doesn't he? Because he, he says he says something and then he just says, do you know what I mean? But he says it after everything. You know, he's like, yeah. so I grabbed my drink, do you know what I mean? I had a sip of it, do you know what I mean? And he's just like, it was too warm, do you know what I mean? And then I went out, I just went out to the shop, you know what I mean, to get another one, you know what I mean? And I'm just a bit like, yeah, you told me like one thing, got a drink. Yeah, but do you know what I mean? I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, no, I'm only messing. I only find my wife's voice attractive. <laughs> uh, do you want another question? Go on, hit it up. Um, is cereal soup... What? <laughs> no, it's just... Is cereal soup... That's a question. That's a question. <laughs> what? No. It, what? Is cereal soup... Is cereal soup... Yeah. No. No. What makes it not soup? Because it's cereal. <laughs> you can't just say, like, is ham turkey. No, because it's ham. Yeah, but if you think about what is a soup, yeah, a soup is a meat. liquid. They're both meat. Yeah, but it's a different animal, isn't it? Soup is liquid. Ham and bacon, then. Well, yeah. But they're the same animal, aren't they? Yeah. <laughs> Double checking. Just checking. Uh, so you're saying no for that one? I'm saying no soup. for that one. Even though, let me tell you... There was, um, there was, I was playing Family Fortunes in year six on the last day. Right? Yeah. And uh, As you do. Family Fortunes was 10 years old. Sue warned me it was 10 years old. I was getting well into it. Sue, Sue, who I was working with, was cry laughing because I was on my knees, like, pointing up, you know, celebrating, yeah. And this one kid was just like, oh, we'll play today, you beat a bunch of 11 year olds. <laughs> and I was like, there's a couple of 10 year olds as well, mate. <laughs> um, and one of the questions was, uh, we asked, what is it? We asked our survey, uh, the top five Disney characters. And then she gave a clue of like, oh, but the kind of, don't think of just famous movie characters, think of favourite. Disney t- Yeah. So I was like, Mickey Mouse, Minnie Mouse, Donald Duck, Goofy. Then Pluto. someone went, Pluto, boom, five, got it in there. So Sue goes for the answers. Mickey Mouse, Snow White. I'm like, oh shoot! You told us not to focus on movies. Yeah. Snow White, and then and then it goes and then it goes Minnie Mouse, then it went, uh, I think it went Cinderella, and then oh. fifth was Bugs Bunny. What? Yeah, Bugs Bunny. And I was I I was honestly flipping tables in years. <laughs> you what? That's Warner Bros. That's Looney Tunes. <laughs> and then you know she was just kind of like, it's the people that were surveyed. That was you know that's what they've said. Uh, oh, that was it I was, I was gone nearly threw my jacket potato <laughs> at the wall at dinner time <laughs> right last um, 
last question before we go into the next feature. How do you feel about pineapple on pizza? I'm not, I don't mind it. <laughs> I like it. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't have a problem. I, I've got a weird pizza. I'm not, I'm not a huge pizza fan, but when I go to like Asda... Yeah, Asda's and, do a and great get, pizza. Get and make, make your own. My toppings, because I get four and then add two. Obviously. Yeah. So I get the shredded beef, the Cajun chicken, mushrooms, pineapple, then maybe throw some bacon in there. Yeah. And then send probably some jalapenos. So it's a proper weird mix. Yeah. Arguably, some say it's too much because when you take it out and you grab a slice, it bends. Yeah. Out, the toppings go everywhere. So you end up eating spoonfuls of <laughs> toppings and then you've just got a grim piece of little bread there. Um, but no, no. Uh, pineapple on pizza is absolutely fine in my eyes. Good. Right, on to the next feature. Okay, so Diabolical Leader of the Week, and we have had plenty, plenty of nominations, but this week I think it's going to go to um, this head of year that was messaged about. So um, I did a video earlier on, well, it was last week actually, because I'd had a few messages from people sort of asking me for tips about switching off over the summer. Uh, and what I would recommend to, you know, make sure that teachers recharge the batteries and that sort of thing. I don't know if you've got any top tips. Uh, top tips to what? To switch off and Just relax? Just how, how do you switch off? How do you relax? Um, in my... What I mentioned in the video were things like... Um, Day drinking. <laughs> well, I sort of... I, I basically said, like, try and do the things that you end up not being able to do when you're working in term time. So go out also in the week. day drinking isn't one. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, but you know, you do, I, th- I find a lot of teachers end up sacrificing uh, a lot during during term time because, you know, they, they have to do so much work outside of school. So this is the time where you make that up. So whether mm. it's going to the gym, whether it's going out uh, on a weeknight, whether it's going day drinking, whatever it might I be. I have to say, I, lo- I love the, the weeknight slash. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, I can't really do it that much, but when it when it comes around, it's like, oh, it's just dream stuff, isn't it? Yeah, and then, I sort of said, uh, and then I was basically talking about switching off from social media because there's just far too many busy teachers just already posting stuff of what, they've, what they're doing during the holidays. Yeah, yeah. Which I get, the, I get why you want to sort of share the display you've made, even though displays don't really do much but it, it's that negative impact of teachers then looking at that going hang on should I be should I be doing that so I was just sort of suggesting maybe not following certain groups over the next few weeks where you're going to see those constant you know messages about what other teachers are doing I'd say just back yourself just don't back walls back yourself <laughs> yeah <laughs> um, no but it, I, no I, I think like just, just you know have that... confidence in yourself that you'll get it all done at the end yeah. chill out now but it's that that's the sort of worst thing about social media altogether, isn't it? It's that idea you constantly compare yourself to other people. And as teachers, we tend to do that with displays we see, people laminating stuff, you know. So switch off, just don't follow those groups for a few weeks and then turn the uh, emails off. Put the away message on your emails anyway. And follow ICT with Mr. B. <laughs> yeah, and listen to the podcast, get sharing the podcast. That's 
that's a, a nice way of switching off. Yeah, and... don't don't do any work. Focus on making us better. <laughs> making <laughs> yeah. us more popular. So um, I would like this was a message I received on the back of uh, that video. I'd like to nominate nominate my head of year as diabolical leader of the week. After finishing school for the summer, my co-teachers and I headed out to the local watering hole where we started off our summer holiday the correct way. Whilst there, we all received an email, this was now 6.30pm, that we all had to attend a meeting the next day, which with a sore head we all headed to. Her aims and goals are high for the next year and she has timetabled us all to sporadically attend school from August the 1st till the new term to sit in seminar-based talks where we get to critique each other's lesson plans, marking. We've all been there. You have an unexpected medical expense or you get into a fender bender, but you don't have the money to pay for it immediately. Dave is the banking app that could help you get up to $500 instantly with extra cash. To download the Dave app, go to dave.com today. That's D-A-V-E.com. Sign up for an extra cash account and get up to $500 instantly. For terms and conditions, go to dave.com slash legal. Instant transfer fees apply. Banking services provided by Evolve Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. He knows you once ate an entire sheet cake. He knows your selfie life isn't your real life. He knows what goes down in the DMs. Shouldn't you know your dog better? It's time to end this guessing game and get the answers with an Embark Breed and Health Kit, the highest rated dog DNA test. Embark tests for over 350 breeds and screens for over 230 genetic health risks. Go to EmbarkVet.com today to get free shipping and save on your dog DNA test. That's EmbarkVet.com. and displays at the end of it we will all have a comprehension test on the new guidelines set out by Ofsted and oh lord if this hot weather doesn't kill me first this will have a great summer to which I replied well I tried to find out where, where they worked and then sort of said uh, I'd leave imagine what you did like ugh. I don't, I don't even know where to start with it. The fact that you've got to critique each other's lesson plans, well, that doesn't prove you're a good teacher. Marking, how many times do I have to talk about that being a complete and utter waste of time? And displays, which research has shown now, have little to no impact on children's learning. So it's going to be a complete waste of time. And then the, a comprehension test on the new guidelines set out by Ofsted. What are you doing? I mean... The, the whole point of these new guidelines Ofsted are saying is that you shouldn't be doing anything for Ofsted. So if you're now doing comprehension tests about Ofsted, oh, Lord, oh, Lord, oh, Lord, if this hot weather doesn't kill me first. The vein's out, guys. <laughs> it's achieved the Mr. P vein in his head. <laughs> yeah, I just, honest to God, just cannot get my head around it. Um, especially, I mean, the, what I will do, because I normally just sort of focus on the um, the, the negatives, but there was a um, school I came across the other the other week. Uh, a guy on Twitter at uh, Hannay Jeremy. So he's Jeremy Hannay. I hope I'm saying that right. Works at a school called Three Bridges Primary School, and uh, they've just been offsteaded. And the tweet caught my eye because if I can find the right one, um, he's got outstanding in all areas without doing any of that faff, any of that non- nonsense. So, um, well done to Tree Bridges, yeah. To Tree Bridges, I think they're sort of London based. I think, um, Trust Agency Happiness Challenge Support Collaboration will never work, never get results. People will take advantage, 
is this really how it is here? Ofsted says, LES told us you're not outstanding, he's lying to you. We are the change you've been waiting for. So basically, they've had this amazing Ofsted report and they don't do any of it. I'm trying to find this flipping tweet here. Just hang on. This is the one. This is the tweet that stood out. And I just thought, there is another way. So no formal observations or scrutinies, no learning walks, traditional monitoring or marking, no planning proformers, no data targets, no boosters. Basically, no BS. Did away with the Ofsted style management. What did they think when they visited us last week? Outstanding, 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 outstanding in every area. He then we, we then had a little exchange because he said that he went to a um, training session where they were basically saying you should be doing more scrutiny of your staff. You should be doing this, doing that. And he sort of um, stood stood against it and has come out the other end. So the point I'm trying to make here is that it can be done. There is a better way. Uh, yet when you get messaged about stuff like that, where teachers now can't even switch off and relax during the holidays, it's not going to have positive impact. This is the time that you need. Because the other thing, you shouldn't be feeling guilty. I know a lot of teachers feel guilty about having the time off. But there's nothing you can do about it. You might as well enjoy it, make the most out of it. Do you think... There's any chance that that head of year will be listening to this podcast? I always think that. I always think if you sat there and you're chilling listening to the podcast, and then you think to yourself like, "Oh my god, I'm the diabolical leader of the week." <laughs> I hope so, because then they might sort of think, "Yeah, maybe I'm not doing it." The the thing is, of all the diabolical leaders that we've um, we've mentioned in this series, I cannot think of. I, I don't think any of them would listen to the podcast because it's just not cool enough. Because they've not got taste. <laughs> yeah, they've not got. They're probably too busy reading, take, making comprehension tests about the Ofsted framework. True. They've not got time to join the bants of this podcast. <laughs> and uh, we do appreciate all the feedback, especially everyone who's joined the Facebook group, um, sharing stuff on there. We're having a few last. Uh, what was the What was the one that got shared the other day about? Um, the the TV advert. I'll come on to that in the in the flashback throwback. Oh, that was it. The uh, the card. Did you see that one where the teacher the teacher yeah. card where it's like thank f my kid doesn't have you as their teacher next year. That's unbelievable. Teachers are fuming over the end of term cards that say say that. I wouldn't be Ooh, fuming. I'd talk, find it funny. That's reminding me of something, right? So basically, end of year, this girl who doesn't always make the right choices or hasn't made the right choices for the time uh, that she's been there uh, had her iPhone right walking into walking into year six right and she turned to the teacher and said because because the teacher was receiving flowers left right and center chocolates she just turned around and went I didn't get you anything turned around Dropped her iPhone, it flipped <laughs> and shattered on the floor. And, and I'm not joking, I was there and I was going, oh no. <laughs> oh no. Uh, oh, what a tragedy. <laughs> oh, brilliant. Yeah, talk about instant, instant karma. karma there. Instant karma. Um, so if you've not joined the Facebook group, why not do it over the summer? Just search two Mr. Uh, P's in a podcast <laughs> on Facebook. Um, and do get involved, get your tickets for the live shows. So Newport is sold out September 28th, but we've got the 12th of October in Newcastle. Tickets still available for that. And then the one at the end of November in London. So 
get sharing it in your teacher WhatsApp groups. Um, put you know tag if you see it on Facebook, tag your teacher mates in. Get your tickets nice and early to avoid any disappointment. Uh, got to quickly mention as well that I went to see Book of Mormon last week. How good you've seen that? Yeah, haven't you? it's so good. Oh, it's amazing. Absolutely, I'm going to go again and take Callum. Yeah, absolutely. F- I would so go again funny. in a heartbeat. Yeah. So uh, right, that brings us on to the next feature of the episode. The random thing you only find in primary schools. Right, okay, so random thing you only find in primary school this week comes from Adam. Yeah, well, this came from uh, doing the old classic last day, kind of tidying up and putting things back and and things like that. And um, it's going to be them multicoloured crocodile clips that you use for science. Yeah, yeah. Usually to connect the battery to the bulb. Is that <laughs> yeah. right in thinking that? Yeah, yeah. Science isn't my strong point. Um but them 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 crocodile clips, they were they were they were they look so kind of um you know easy going and and, and and relatively soft with the with the layer of plastic around them. But once you've got them clipped onto you, yeah. I mean obviously you're not supposed to do that but what else are you going to do in science yeah. class? You got them on your lip. You know why they call them crocodile clips. <laughs> they were brutal. Um, yeah, and, and then you'd, you'd always get them out. And it doesn't matter. Even if you put them back pristine, Yeah. whenever you got them out next, they would all be tangled and everything. Yeah, what is it with that teacher who never puts anything away? Tidily. Yeah, and I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what an idiot. No, but I, I tell you what's funny about crocodile clips is how many children, whenever you use them, always think that they've got to be the, the same colour to work. So, Miss P, can I have a blue one? Why? Well, I've got to get another... I've got a blue one here, but I need another blue one so it works. It's like that's not the way electricity works. It doesn't matter what colour right. it is. <laughs> All right, <laughs> Um, I definitely I definitely was one of them I need a red no you don't yeah no but I've got two of the reds Um, yeah whenever you did that science lesson though you'd never have batteries at work either oh no do you know what I hate about them science lessons with the lights I can't remember ever being the one who who had it who had it on. There was always that group, and it was always like, <laughs> "We've even got a switch." I was just kind of like, "I, I still need a red crocodile clip." Has anyone got that red crocodile clip? Um, but yeah, you'd have the, you'd have the, you know the, the really bright bulb. Yours would come on it. It'd be the dullest little grimmest little bulb, and then it'd go back out. No. Yeah. Uh, funny, funny crocodile clips there. You never see them anywhere else, do you? Do you whack? I mean, where would you see them? Uh, just other than a school. Yeah, school. There we go. Right, so on to our next feature. Oh, I don't know. When you really make a terrible shout And you don't know what you're talking about Everyone remembers what I don't know Okay, so what an O this week. Um, well, got a little confession to make. I have to take full responsibility for what happened with episode 27. And you might have been listening to um, episode 27 when I was doing my rant about 
What was I doing my rant about? Was it reports? No, it was, it was teachers. Oh, teachers being their own worst enemies, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah. yeah, yeah. And then as I'm doing my rant, full flow, you might have heard the What an O theme tune. And for some strange reason, it, it, I'd left it in there, not moved it, and so and I tried my best to get rid of it, uh, but it remained there. So I'm holding my hands up. I'm taking full responsibility. It was nothing to do with Adam. Uh, that was Mr. P.I.C.T. Yeah. Uh, make an absolute O. So you're owning the O. I'm the, owning the O. Well, I was, yeah, a, a teacher I worked with, Hannah, she uh, she just came to me and said, I was listening to your podcast this morning and I give it the old oh, I. <laughs> oh, I. And brush the old nose like, oh, I, how is she? And then she's kind of like, do you know that there's a mistake in that? <laughs> what? <laughs> It's like, no, you must be mistaken. I work with IC2, it's a thing. Uh, she's like, no, the, the Oh What an O theme tune. I was like, oh, I. That old chestnut. Who do you think recorded that? And she's like, no, it plays over when he's talking. I was like, what? <laughs> no way. You were straight on to me. Yeah, you're like, you need on. to sort it out. You fool. You've embarrassed me. <laughs> uh, what an O. So, um, yeah, I'll take full, full responsibility there. But there was another O that I uh, came across on good old Facebook, which uh, was amazing. So someone's shared an autism awareness photo, um, you know, one of those where it's like the ribbon. Yeah. And it's like, this is the autism awareness. But so, and then the, the sort of text, autism is such a hard thing to live with. Really puts me through a lot when I catch even the smallest cold. My autism starts... I feel for my family constantly having to stay up at nights to help me when it's bad. Love them all and so grateful. And great, full spell, so it's great, as in G-R-E-A-T, space, full. For all they do when my chest is bad. People always stare at me when I cough in school and pass comments like, would she shut up and all? I know it's annoying, but how do you think it makes me feel? It puts, so, it puts me in so much pain. So please think before all your comments. If I could stop, I would, trust me. I hate being on medication and not sleeping. It gets really annoying. Just think about my future. Someone's commented going, you don't have autism, you have asthma. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. That is amazing. Going on that rant, like, oh. autism is such a bad thing to live with. That is a key lesson in life. If you're going to do something like that, a huge <laughs> online rant, make sure you've covered all the bases, because if you get pinged with that, you'll never oh, come back. That's amazing. And there's been a, there's been a couple of... Uh, Love Island O's. Did you see it last night where Curtis tried to high-five someone's parent? Yeah, 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 I saw that. <laughs> we love that. We love that. So, uh, yeah, oh, what an O, eh? And uh, have, you, have you come across... OB been up to much? Do you know what? I've not really spoke to him, but I, I guess I could throw this story in there. It's not necessarily an O, uh, but it's a, it's a decent little connector. Um, and I wanted to talk to you about this. Now, our nana is... Similar to OB, she is the gift that just continues yeah, to yeah. give. Like, yeah. she is absolutely hilarious. I know we talked about a couple of little things, didn't we, on, on recent episodes where the classic, where she thought, where our auntie's boyfriend was called Washington. Yeah. And she yeah. asked her, how, how's Denzel? <laughs> um, these kind of little things, uh, classic. So basically, let me set the scene for you, because I think this is well funny. So... Uh, 
you know that when you go to Nana's, right plum, six o'clock, what's going to be on the TV? Uh, the news. The news. Yeah. yeah. It always has been. When Grandad was there, you couldn't watch anything else at six o'clock. Right. I'm sure we might have sloped into... The, the kitchen in Wales and watch some fresh prints on Beeb too. <laughs> yeah. Um, but anyway, so we're there and this story comes on the news about um, like really badly behaved children in schools and how much schools are having to yeah. um, deal with all of these kind of things. Anyway, I just sat there and, I, and, and Uncle Terence is there, Nana's there and I've got uh, Max and Isla with me and Isla's just kind of playing on the floor. Um <laughs> So I was talking about, you know, quite a lot. I was getting into, you know, deep kind of, I work yeah. in school, I know this kind of stuff. And I was just kind of like, you know, you know what the bad thing is to like to Nana and to Terence? I was like, you know, most quite a lot of the bad behaviours actually learn at home. I said, you know, no, like you said, no, no child grows up racist, no child grows up. It's no, what they, no child's born racist. Oh, no, no child's born racist, no child's uh, born homophobic. So you know, no, no cha- child knows swear words at a young age unless they're around it, etc., etc. Yeah, yeah. And uh, Nana was going, it, 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 "Isn't it just so sad? It's just such a disgrace the way the world's going." And all I, I, yeah, Nana, definitely. I know. Anyway, the news story finishes, and on comes Donald Trump. Right, <laughs> Isla is on Nana's knee, and Nana just looks at the TV. There's Donald Trump. She goes, oh, he's a right knobbing. <laughs> <laughs> right? So then Terence is like, we're just talking about learned behaviour and you've got Isla on you. Isla just looks like looks at Terence and just like, you know, obviously she, yeah. she didn't pick up on it, but I was at that point. I was, I was crying as I was just reaching for my phone just to make a little note. Like, that is so going on the pod. Yeah. Um, yeah. But that just sums Nana up, doesn't it? I mean, what, what an absolute... Yeah. Unbelievable. Oh, funny. Right, on to our last feature... The thing kids today wouldn't have a clue about. Okay, so the things kids today wouldn't have a clue about. Um, I think this one, because it's obviously summer holidays, back in the day when it came to those six weeks that you were off as a kid, don't know about you, but we were just thrown out on the street. Yeah, that's what it was. It was it was dog eat dog, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah. I mean, we had a park at the end of the road and it was just out on the street, on your bike or playing football, bit of the old 10 in your dead mm. with other kids on the street. And that was just every day of the summer, unless you went on holiday, obviously, or when we were shipped to Colwyn Bay for a few weeks. Yeah. E- whereas yeah, now... all options there. Whereas time. now it's like... I don't know. Maybe it's because... You know, you're more aware of the potential dangers and stuff with things like social media that you see a post about absolutely everything at the minute, but it just doesn't seem to be the same. You don't seem to well, see think, the kids I out like playing safe, on the street. You know, safety is different now and, and and kind of the amount of idiots that are, that are about. Yeah. I think that's also, you know, yeah, like you said, like social media phones and, and games and things. I mean, you know, it used to destroy us when the weather was bad. It was yeah. like, oh, what do you mean? We can't do that. So then you'd end up getting some people off the street to have an honest game of life or some mousetrap. <laughs> yeah. It'd be that until the rain would go and then it, then you'd be back, back onto, on the street, back, back to onto the park. 10 and you're dead. 
Yeah. No self setups, no keeper setups. <laughs> no self setups, uh, no keeper setups. And then you know, you, you, then someone, someone, you know, Jack the Lad had come with a new punishment. Yeah. That, he, that he'd learn. So it's like, do you remember that one where it was like, um, obviously Red Ars was the classic. He yeah. blasted the ball at someone. But then someone was just like, I'm sure Ryan might have come back with it. Ryan might have gone and played somewhere else because Ryan liked to do that. Then he came back and we were kind of like, oh, telling you dead red arse. And Ryan was like, nah, nah, telling you dead shoe attack. And kind of like, whoa, what? What are you on about, man, you crazy man? And he's just like, yeah, so you take one of your shoes off and you launch it at the person, <laughs> kind of similar to red arse. And it was like, whoa, no way. And I remember it was OB, Hardcore do you remember? OB, OB was bent over. <laughs> and you were supposed to throw it from halfway in the road. Someone ran up, I don't know if it was you. It was you or Ryan ran up dead close and launched him with a big kicker. Yeah. Sure, it was a pair of kickers. <laughs> launched him and he and he trundled home. So upset. It's like, sorry, mate. <laughs> yeah, that was it. Or uh, an honest game of Kirby. Oh, Kirby. I mean, what what a game over the car for double. Over the car for double, and then. But then you had the kid who couldn't throw. <laughs> over the car for double, Pinsy. <laughs> yeah. And our neighbours just used to absolutely hate us. Yeah, can you get the ball? Last time! <laughs> not last time! Last time! Not last time! Oh, we had some fun back in the day. But it was, yeah, that's what well, I just, mean. Just, it was like, scenes, just making up games. Here's one for you, right? Here's one for or you. Or making perfumes by I, nicking people's clap yeah. flowers. Do you remember that? I do remember that, but I remember me and OB. Because obviously, I don't know if you know this, the O, the man behind the O, grew up in the house opposite. So I've been friends with him for... Yes. Well, since I, since I, you know, can remember. And me and him once went round knocking on doors asking, can we wash your car? Do you remember <laughs> that? For some for some dollar. Yeah. And then you'd have, like, you know, the, the schneidy ones giving us, like, 30p for, like, a 20-minute job. Like, what are you doing, 30p? And I remember we got enough to get a paddling pool, and it was like, yes! <laughs> uh, it was, I mean, those were the days. And to be fair, I'm saying that now. Someone knocks on my door. Hey, can we wash your car? Get out! Get gone! <laughs> Go and play your Xbox, lad! Yeah. I loved the honest game of Kirby, though. Kirby was the one. Kirby was, yeah, Kirby was class. I, I was all, I'll always, I'll always love telling you dead. Always. Do you ever remember when we decided to do a full-on 11-a-side match with the street round the corner? Oh, yeah. Ashbourne, Ashbourne v Castleton. Castleton. That, that'll go down in history. Yeah. And then OB turned up in his school shoes. OB? <laughs> <Everyone, laughs> of course. Like it, had, it turned into a proper 11-a-side match. We got kits. Crowds we got were there. Yeah, crowds they? were there. Just at the local park. And it was anyone who lived on our street against the ones who lived... Yeah, Dad got involved. Yeah. And then... Uh, OB rocked up full school <laughs> uniform <laughs> on a Sunday. Uh, happy days. Yeah. So, yeah. So that's our way back when. I'm sure you'll have plenty of other games you used to play. I'm trying to think of any anything else that we used to do. If we, if the football had got stuck under a car, you did just have to. You'd have to brave the oil and yeah. get down there. And then we'd get yeah, the park. And but then we used to open up the and... side of our house and do a bit of cricket. Yeah, we used Ashes to. Ashes season. <laughs> yeah. Get the wheelie bin in the middle wheelie of the Wheelie bin is that, yeah. You get skittled out. You'd always used to, you, used to bowl it and it'd hit the side of the wick, uh, the wheelie bin and Ryan would give himself not out. <laughs> Wait, I just bowled you out. Yeah. Nah, not out. Not out. Like before. Wait, what? That's LBW then? Nah. Uh, funny right so that's with that sort of summer theme that's going to lead us into flashback 
So just before we go into flashback, we've just remembered a really funny story about cricket when we were kids. Go on, Adam. No, so, yeah, Ryan had this mate uh, called Deck and his, his older brother called Kev. <laughs> <laughs> Deck and Kev! And, uh, they used to be, didn't they? I mean, you know, me, you and Ryan would have the odd fallout. But we, we were competitive, but they yeah, were on a different they level. They were on a different level, yeah. So we played cricket <laughs> on the park one time, but we did it with proper pads and proper wickets and a proper proper red rock-hard cricket yeah. ball. Is that what you call it? Is it corky? Corky, yeah. Corky, yeah. And um, there, was, there was one where I think Deck bowled it at Kev and Kev... Uh, you know, hit the pad in front of the wicket. Deck was like, you're out. Kev was like, no, I'm not. <laughs> we were kind of stood there like, I ain't getting in the middle of this. So then the, the, the Kev took his cricket bat, his, his gloves off. Then they started going at it, didn't they? Like a full-on fight. Yeah. And then uh, the bat got involved. Kev was swinging the bat around. They were was, they was slapping each other with the gloves. The wicketkeeper gloves were in there. And we were kind of just slowly just picking the wickets up, like, hey, it's you like, boys! <laughs> Looking oh, up the park. I've never seen anything like it, because we used to always do the scraps. If me, me, you and Ryan ever had scraps, like, fight, there was this underwritten rule that was never on the face. Yeah, yeah, it? it's never it's on the face. Like, <laughs> yeah, you can, we can, like, give each other dead arms, we can headlocks, that dead sort legs, of thing. Yeah. yeah. But, but you know what, under like, no circumstances did yeah, we go for the face. Because you knew you were going to get it. But these two went full on. It was like... a bloodbath. <laughs> it's an absolute bloodbath. <laughs> and then didn't yeah. Deck throw the corky at him as yeah, well? Yeah, threw the ball at him. It was absolutely brutal. <laughs> and, and then the worst thing about it was they had to go home together. <laughs> like, they had to go home together. Um, uh, but yeah, yeah, but talk about Matt, you know, me, you and, and uh, Ryan. I looking back, I can't ever remember proper fighting. It was all wrestling. It was WWE yeah. wrestling, really. I mean, we used to take that to it. We used to have a belt, didn't we? And we'd yeah. have we'd have nights where we'd proper go. And I always remember clear as day you and Ryan in the first blood match. And I was just like the ref, <laughs> and I couldn't believe it. And I used to get dead into it. You used to think I could have made it as a wrestler. Yeah. And uh, I remember you and Ryan going for it, and I was thinking, oh my god, this is unreal. And Ryan cracked you with the house phone, like, <laughs> made your nose bleed. And I was just like, ding, ding, ding! Ryan, you're the champ! And then so, I'm sure I, I then attacked Ryan. <laughs> money in the bank. Yeah. Do you ever remember that time where we tried to film it and then you slapped me? You, no. was it, did you slap me or did Ryan slap me? I can't me? remember that. And it was the sweetest slap. <laughs> it and it got caught Ryan. on camera. It could have been Ryan. Oh, funny. The best yeah. day ever, I'll tell you in the summer holidays, the best day ever was when mum and dad chucked all the mattresses out. Oh, that, yeah, and we turned and it we into turned a ring. into a wrestling ring in the garden. And yeah, we it was that and we were out. filming. We got the ladders out. We were filming and, and then we did a little, like, little promo where you... I'm sure it was you. <laughs> it could have been me. You came up and you just looked at me. And it was like, right, so what we're going to do is you're just going to pretend to slap me. And you just absolutely whacked oh, me. I think I do remember that, yeah. actually. Oh, funny. Right. Finally, on to, on to flashback. Flashback! Throwback! It's affected every one of us! So, flashback, throwback, the last one of the series. So, this is a biggie. This is a biggie because 
Um, depending on the results of this one over the summer, will either draw it for me or no, you'll no, take no, the win. No, I've won. You've not won? I've won. You've, you were 11 9 up, and then results of last episode has pulled it back for me in quite some style as well. You were absolutely nowhere. Um, so if you remember in the last uh, episode, we were looking at sort of iconic TV adverts from way back when. Uh, Adam went for the Tango um, Slap, Happy Slap, the Diet Coke Half 10, and the Marks and Spencers. <laughs> I've used the picture of a Scotch egg. That was funny. <laughs> anyway, I went for uh, Jaffa Cake, Full Moon, Half Moon, Levi's, Flatterick, and Budweiser's were there. Yeah, it's And it's got to be the were there that took it. I don't know, you know, a lot of love for the Half Moon Total Eclipse. Yeah, yeah. So it was actually 80% to 20%, which is quite the margin. So that brings it 11 to, to you, 10 to me. And, uh, yeah, we're going to go for this summer-themed one. Just before we do, though, in the uh, Facebook group, there was the... Uh, Rachel put the shout-out of uh, the Milky Way red car, blue car ad. Do you remember that? Yeah, yeah, I do yeah. remember that, yeah. So we apologise that we didn't fit that one in because that, that was a good shout. But what we're going to do this, uh, this episode is we're going to think of the classic summer holiday... And the things we do on those, you know, when you go away, whether it's in England or, or abroad, I mean, we used to always have a two-week holiday abroad Menorca, pretty much every, yeah. Menorca, Menorca was, was, our, yeah. was our place. So what we thought we'd do is choose um, like ice cream, a song, a drink and snack. You know when you get to that point, so it's sort of late afternoon-ish, and just nipped a little mini-mart, grab yourself was, a snack was, and a was, drink... And then just sit like, in your room. Yeah, it was like quite soon after you toasty, but <laughs> two, you know, it wasn't time for tea, tea yet. Yeah, so yeah. And then, for another toasty. Yeah, and then activity. So, um, do you want to go first or shall I? What, we we'll start with the ice cream. Start with the ice cream. Okay, so I'm going to go for one, which I have to say, I mean, I'd love to know the last time I had one of these bad boys, but I'm going to go for the punky penguin. Right. Ice cream, which if people don't remember, it was kind of like a punky penguin. <laughs> it's kind of like a penguin with a big beak and like hair spiking up, and it, it looked it just looked quality. It looked like a toy, and then you took you took you broke the head off, and then inside was just basically you. you <laughs> Your Joe Average <laughs> tub of vanilla ice cream. Yeah. But it wasn't about that, it was about the penguin. penguin. And it was based any restaurant you went to. Oh, it was on the main event, yeah. Had that then. Well, it was them. I mean, what I used to love was the posters. The, the posters of the ice creams. I mean, yeah. I know they still have them, but the old school posters of the ice cream. And you used to, I mean, I always used to like spend ages looking at them, knowing that I was going for the penguin. Like, I always <laughs> yeah. knew I was going for the penguin, even though a very close, uh, very, very close second place for me was you know them calippo shots do you remember uh, them yeah, the little yeah. like frozen balls yep quality but yeah no i'll go for the uh, punky penguin right i'm gonna go for it's a staple staple ice cream that i've loved for as long as i can remember and it's a good old traditional feast yeah you gotta love the feast not the mint just the chocolate no, one I'm not a mint fan my only issue with feasts is and don't get me wrong love when, like, you know, you used to buy it and then the solid chocolate middle. So but I used I, to leave that to last. I always used to feel that, especially in the hot weather, do you know, it used to melt really quickly. 
Well, possibly, but I used to get all the ice cream to leave that chocolate bar at the end yeah, and then good. just savour the chocolate bar at the end. It was, unless you made the, the mistake of breaking the chocolate. I always broke it. I always just ate it as quick as possible. I was always devoted, devastated at that. Right, so um, what should we do next? The song? Yeah, we can do the song. Right. Uh, you see, my song... So these song... are songs from, you know, you do your holiday club... And we're not going for the cha-cha slide, macarena, because we... Last ketchup. Yeah. Because um, we've done them before. Shall I do, I'll do mine first. Go on, then. So I'm going to go for... Yeah, we do the, the uh, kids' disco. I just love the dance to it. It's that song. And then I by swear. the end. You've got to do what? I've done too far on. Didn't know. have a clue what you're supposed to do. But it's like, put your head up, stick your bum out, arms like chickens. They still do that at the school Christmas, uh, not Christmas, the school discos. I've, do I've they? heard that, yeah. Uh, I'm going to go for one which, to be fair, I don't know, I don't think many people will know this, but I just remember it was huge I think on you'll one be, of the holidays. I think you'll be pleasantly surprised. On, and it's a song called La Bomba, and it's not La 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 Bomba. Yeah. It's by someone called King Africa, and it went a little something like this. <laughs> Absolute classic. Sexy. sexy. I used to love just saying sexy <laughs> and getting away with it. Sexy. <laughs> was there a dance to that one? Oh, it was freestyle. Show was it just freestyle all the way through? <laughs> it was just like absolute gibberish then, just bomba. Right, drink and snack then. So you're in the mini mart, you can buy a little snack and a drink to eat back in the room while you're having a snooze before you get ready for your big night. At the kids' disco. So I'm gonna go for I'm gonna go for drink. I'm gonna go for your coldest, your freshest can of Fanta Limon. Yeah, Fanta Limon. Not lemon, Limon. <laughs> Absolutely genius drink. And as you got older, yeah, spray a bit of gin in there. Oh, uh, absolutely. Yeah. Gin and Fanta Lemon, one of the first alcoholic drinks I ever, I ever, I ever did have. Yeah. Um, and my snack. Now my snack's a weird one because. These were only found on holiday until walkers have like released them here. And they were the classic bugles. Them like you know what I mean? Them they're yeah, kind of yeah. like little like cones. Cones, aren't they? Yeah. And they oh the flavour. And they were one of them where you'd have loads and it, as soon as you'd finish one I know it's like they call it Moorish, don't they? But like as soon as you finished one, even picking it out your teeth was glorious and, and you just had to go back you wanted fresh teeth you wanted fresh bits in your teeth <laughs> so yeah Fanta Lemon and Bugles right I'm going for a fresh can of lilt That's, like, I think yeah. I only ever drink lilt when it's blazing hot outside yeah you have to uh, and then it's got to be a pack of Cheetos because you don't get Cheetos they just don't seem as good do they no not here I mean what sits is the staple here but over, over in España, it's all about There's the Cheetos. There's loads of different types, types as well. As well yeah, yeah. I, I like them all. 
so I'll take them all. And the big bags as well, not just yeah, the little yeah. bag, the huge bags. Your fingers yeah. were so orange. <laughs> yeah. My own mouth was. Yeah. Um, right, so they're, they're the drinks and snacks, and then the final one is the activity. So the activity is something that you'd only ever do on your holidays in Spain. I'm going to go for um, the one that I just used to absolutely buzz off. I mean... It was just the best, and it is the banana boat. And yeah. obviously, the classic story about us on the banana boat was, obviously, it was my dad, me, you, and Ryan always go on it. Four, you know, four pretty big lads, and we'd be on it, and uh, dad was obviously a monster. We were all yeah. younger then and smaller. And uh, if you remember, dad thought it'd be a good idea... Because, cause, you know, it, you, I mean, I'm sure it doesn't go at the pace it used to now for safety reasons, but it used to absolutely Well, I think it used to, they used to ask you, didn't they? They were like, do you want to go off or do you want to stay on? Yeah. So we always used to be like, try and get us off. Yeah. And then you'd get chucked off, no worries. And you had a life jacket on. But but Big Mike was absolutely adamant when he was just going like, tell you what, lads, I ain't going off this now. <laughs> I ain't going off this. Your mum's watching. Yeah. I ain't going off this. So he decided to tuck his massive legs into the little side bits of the banana boat. And one of you was giving us all a look. Yeah. You three are going to be in that water in a minute, and I'm not. So anyway, as the boat's going well fast and hits this wave, one of his legs pops out, yet the other doesn't. And you just hear this like, ah! I'm sure it was like, Anyway, I remember mum being sat on a towel, and we were kind of running back. And dead slowly, like a appear in, in front of the sun. A wounded where'd, soldier. Yeah, where's your dad? And he's just limping. And then do you remember his leg the next oh, day? Oh, the bruise, his, his groin. His whole just... thigh and groin were just absolutely black. Black, yeah. So funny. Yeah. <laughs> uh, right, I'm going to go for the classic pedalo. Ah, the old Freddie Flintoff. <laughs> the pedalo, the pedabolo. And, uh, yeah, you were, you were always... Because we used to want a pedalo all the time. And Dad was always like, um, uh, yeah, yeah, okay, because he knew he had to do the dog's work. Yeah, he had to do the hard graft. And as we got older, he'd be like, right, you're going to have to start helping me now. And then we'd do it for like two minutes, get knackered. But when you had a pedalo with a slide on. Oh, they were the one. If you had the slide on, and then you could just, uh, yeah, dive off the side, slide in. My only issue with the the pedalo would be trying to pedal with flip-flops on or sliders were an yeah. absolute nightmare and then when you went barefoot yeah, there was always nowhere. that chance of nicking your toe and then yeah. when you get sand in that nick there's nothing worse yeah there's nothing worse but yeah, I remember when you used to set yourself targets like see the big rock over there yeah, we're yeah. pedalling to that we're getting there and then you'd get about 10 metres further down the line <laughs> and we're like I think here's a good spot we'll just turn it around <laughs> yeah. turn it around turn it around so um and you just had a little lever in, in the middle that I'd allow oh, you to yeah, turn around steer, and that was yeah, it, the steering. Yeah, steer it, yeah. Um, but yeah, you can't be good a, good, a good hour on the pedal though. Oh, yeah. Right, so there we go then. So there are the choices. We'll get the, um, we'll get the poll up on Facebook later on this week. So just to recap, we looked at your classic summer holiday, ice cream, punky penguin for Adam, a feast for me, songs, Adam's gone for the bumba, I've gone for Chichiwa. Drink and snack, Fanta Lemon and Bugles for Adam, Cheetos and a fresh lilt, and then the classic activity of Banana Boat and the Pedalo. So, 
you can choose. That's a toughie, that. That That is is a toughie. That is a toughie, isn't it? So, um, and of course, this one's going to be the decider. So when we do come back at the beginning of September... We will be able to crown the winner. Stop trying to beg for the draw. The I same. can feel you. I can feel you begging. I'm not begging. I'm not begging. Please, but, you know. listeners, can I have a draw? <laughs> we've not got anything riding on it. Draw? <laughs> <laughs> we've not got anything riding on it. It's not like we've got one hundred dollars. <laughs> yeah. Right. So we're going to finish the episode with a story from Adam, and this has been something that one of the listeners, one of our good friends. Young Charles Mulcrone, one of Adam's very, very close friends, has been begging for it to be told. And yeah. he's put it in the group he put picture in the group. <laughs> yeah. So I'll let, Adam, I'll let Adam talk it through. So, yeah, so basically, one of my best mates for a very long time, Charlie Mulcrone, big shout out. Uh, he's been mad with me to tell this story. Um, so I'm going to tell it. Now, I don't know whether it'll come across as funny as he finds it, because he was there. Yeah. But this is, you know... So, basically, me and Charlie uh, played on the same school rugby team, and we were we were a top, top quality team. We uh, we had some unbelievable times. Um, but, basically, we were in this tournament, um, this London Sevens tournament, and we were doing really well, and then it ended up with our school coming up against Sedbra, which was like a very, very exclusive boarding school. Yeah. Known reputation. Known for basically feeding rugby players into professional clubs. They had these kits that were like skin tight and I could see muscles I didn't even know existed. And this is when we were like 15, 16. Yeah. so we kind of went into the game with, with you know, we kind of got together, like, come on, like, let's go for it. We're, you know, we're not expected to do well against these and da-da-da-da. So the game started, not going to lie, didn't start great. We, we, we were losing, uh, re- well, we were losing heavily. Uh, kind of getting kind of getting really dusted, to be fair. When it's like 35-0. Yeah, it's like 35-0. And basically, um, there was, a, there was a, a player for England at the time called James Simpson Daniel. Uh, who was a who was a winger, and his little brother, who was called Simbad Simpson Daniel, played for Sedra, so and he looked exactly like him. And I have to say, he was a, he was a he was a brilliant player. Engraver. Um, so it gets to the second half, and I could see that lads were 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 downhearted, you know. So I remember, I remember saying to Charlie. I'm gonna do something here. <laughs> I, I am gonna do something here. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I don't care what it is, whether it's a big hit, whatever. I'm gonna do something just to try and bring morale back. <laughs> now, Charlie, at this point, is kind of probably not listening to me that much because he was as competitive as me, and he hated it. So anyway, Simbad Sins and Daniel has the ball, and he breaks through our defence for the fifth time that afternoon. <laughs> so I then set off. Now, back in the day, I mean, I had some burners back in the day. I could really move. Obviously not as quick as Sinbad, Sins and Daniel, but at the time I thought I am... And in my head at that point, all I thought about was, I don't care what the score is, I will forever be known as the guy who made the last-ditch tackle on Sinbad, Sins and Daniel. So I set off and I put in every single fibre of my being. And I'm talking, I have never put in more effort in my life. And I could feel myself getting closer to him. And just as I'm right near him, Right towards the try line, 
both my calves just <laughs> like cramp up in the most horrific way and I was in so much agony to the point that I go crashing to my knees and I'm like like a scene out of Platoon I'm crawling I look up Sinbad Simpson Daniel looks me in the eyes as he turns round and places the ball down and I just went no and I was absolutely in agony and I, I could see Charlie walking over and he was like lifting my legs up helping my cramp and I was just like I thought I had him there <laughs> um, but yeah I didn't have him <laughs> it, wasn't, it wasn't a great day the fact that you put so much effort when it meant nothing oh, considering you, know, you were already 35 down that was it it was uh, uh, so there you go Charlie enjoy son <laughs> right so um We'll wrap it up there, guys. Just want to say a huge thank you for listening. Thank you for all your support over the past season. We are going to take a bit of a break. What I'm hopefully going to do um, in the next week or so is make a little compilation episode. So basically put an episode together of all our favourite stories and then maybe give uh, release that in the middle of August to give you get you excited for the next season that will be back in September with. Um, please do help spread the podcast uh, tell your friends whether they're teachers or not to get involved give it a listen and of course when you do make sure you subscribe rate and review head over to the website to mrpspodcast.com that's the number two mrpspodcast.com where you can share your stories nominations for diabolical leader of the week any features that you want to share or just funny stories and if we um if if they make us laugh we'll share them on the next episode next season and um do get your tickets for the live show because you can get those tickets from the website as well so have a wonderful summer guys have a restful one make the most of it and we'll be back in september and if you work at that school uh prepare for your comprehension (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah all right guys so take care we'll see you again in september happy summer you once ate an entire sheet cake he knows your selfie life isn't your real life he knows what goes down in the dms shouldn't you know your dog better it's time to end this guessing game and get the answers with an embark breed and health kit the highest rated dog dna test embark tests for over 350 breeds and screens for over 230 genetic health risks go to embarkvet.com today to get free shipping and save on your dog dna test that's embarkvet.com